What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Celtic unrestricted view. It's a Monday huddle. How are we, everybody? Hope you are all well, and I hope you have all had a fantastic weekend. For all those that are joining in, good evening, folks, and I hope you had a fantastic weekend also. On tonight with me is my good man, Mr. Andy Gray. So let me and you. It's only night, mate. So there's a good chance you'll probably get to <laughs> no need to rattle your your rosary beads tonight, mate. And you'll be able to you'll be able to um, just. Uh, Get right into the flow. How are you, mate? I hope you've had a nice weekend. Aye, not bad, mate. Like you say, it's a good weekend, mate. Not the best of weather, but right enough. But um, aye, weekend was good, mate. Chilled out. Um, but Celtic's back now, mate. The boys are back. So hopefully our weekends will start getting a bit more fulfilled with friendlies and stuff and stuff, mate. So looking forward to that. But 
Overall, mate, chilled out. No hangovers, so it's all good, mate. And I'm looking forward to get my rosary beads out. Chitting away, you're ready to talk tonight. I can't wait. How are you, mate? All right? <laughs> I am good, mate. Um, apart from dealing with my minor uh, infringement at the moment my, with my shoulder, you know about it, mate. So, um, calcification on my right shoulder. So, other than that, I'm okay, mate. But it's just a wee pain in there. A wee pain in the shoulder, as I was going to say. I was going to say something else, <laughs> but I thought I better, better keep it clean since we're a family show, mate. No, I mean, but uh, aye, uh, I got the diagnosis today, so obviously I can't, um, I can't do any heavy lifting, I can't go swimming, I can't. Just a normal day then. Aye, just a normal day. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> a normal day, aye. <laughs> just a normal day, but. Uh, Oh, that mate, I'm good. It's good to see the the hoops back. And, well, we didn't see them, but it's good to see them back. And we know they turned up this morning because uh, we seen early photographs for an older lady, should I say, that managed to get his her photographs taken with Brendan first thing this morning. And then as the day went on, I did see some faces: uh, Scott Bain, James Forrest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Kobayashi was one of them and, uh, as well. And it was just a couple of days ago we'd seen him playing, well, turning up in a face like Kobe. Um, training kit, mate. So that was a big surprise. But uh, no, other than that, mate, I would quite a, a quite a quiet but quick weekend. Um, other than that, mate, no, it was a, it was a good weekend as well. Like he says, but obviously sell it a back, mate. And again, hope your wee shoulders are a lot better. Makes I know we've got to say something there, but we'll just keep it at that. It's a family show, so. Um, uh, but no, um, I'm the same as you, mate. Good to get Celtic back in some sort of capacity. People are back in training now, so I know some international boys are no back yet, but um, that's when eventually you maybe start seeing some training videos, photos, a bit more content about signings and yeah. stuff as well. and. There's not a lot of fans on social media. Really, a bit, a bit moaning and complaining about no signing guys and this and that. And you've got to remember, JP. No, I, told you, I told you to take a break. On social media, mate. You just need to mate, stop no, moaning at your No, <laughs> I don't. It's it's not me. It's just something you see. Some listen. I know we're all we all want big signings. We all want players to come in. We all want guys to go out and free up funds and etc. etc. But it's the third of July. Settle down, man. Settle down and just relax and let the yeah. management let the management and let the board and the, the recruitment staff do their thing. Transfers and big deals and letting people go and loan deals, etc. Don't just happen and night. These take time and they take when you try to be the club you're trying to be like and what we are, you want to buy quality, not just signing seven, eight, nine players when you're not a rebuild. See like mm-hmm. on the range. The first year we had to do it because it was a necessity. Yeah. Last year we didn't do it as much, and this year, barring maybe, maybe, maybe three to four players to add on to two have already signed. You don't need major construction unless we sell maybe one or two apart for Jota. So, and I can't see, like I said, to you JP, I can't see the Celtic board letting another maybe another one might go, but not a chance they're going to let three or four of your top assets go. It's just not going to happen because yeah. then you need to replace. They four assets. I know you might get the money in, but then you need to pay four or five big wages, four or five big transfer fees to replace the quality. So it's no. See if it happens, then I'll 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 eat whatever people give me because it's not going to happen. 
they're not going to sell four or five big assets. It's just not going to happen because then you're going to be a rebuild because then you need to buy five good players and then maybe a few fringe players to add to the squad. And you can't, you can't do that. It's just not feasible. So it's good for the bank account, but long term, we're trying to go like you says and I've said and Mr. Lowell said and all the board and Rogers, the European side. And if you want to do better on European football side, we can't let three or four assets go. It just, it just mm-hmm. can't happen. And I can't see it happening. So I think some fans need to just relax. Yes, Jota's probably still talking about Jota, but aye, Jota's gone. It's a decent deal. Let's be fair. He was only able to play for one season. No two, one. Yeah. So to get the transfer fee, we're possibly going to get for one season. It's a decent deal. And you, like me, you and Bass said the other day, you can't grumble the guy moving if he's getting two hundred grand a week. It's just it's the same as me, mate. If I'm got an odd job and I'm getting an extra four or five grand a week, I'm gonna go. So it's it, that's just life, mate. You've got in certain terms, you've got to go where the money goes. I it's a strange move for the cop he's gone to because in my opinion, he's a special player and when he gets the ball, he gets your bums half seats. And that's what you want to sell to you fit the style of play. So good luck to him, Jive. I know we'll speak to him there, but good luck to him. No got my jaw here. Aye, aye. Um, <laughs> um, but aye, all the best to him, mate, because it's it's a dream in sense of the money side, mate. I, I know the money's no a thing in football in terms of what me and you are brought up to, to chase and to play for, but football's changed now, JP, and sometimes it's a short career. Um, like myself, I, I know myself, I, I basically... I, I don't think injured playing full-time football, but it happens. Injuries happen when you stop playing football. So when you look at that side, if a guy can get two around a week, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and maybe and maybe for a year set his farm up for life, then you've got to say fair fair play to him. He's 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 loving the dream in that part. But in terms of football side, JP, it's not the best of moves. We all know it's no, but yeah, you might be playing with Benzema, you might be playing with Canty, etc. I get that, mm-hmm. but you're, you're, you might never play in a terms of Celtic stature again. It might never happen again. Yeah. But I think he should. And I can agree with Ed McGee in a way that if the money wasn't severe that he was going to be getting, another year with Celtic then puts you up the pedestal, it gets your stock high and you could go to a top European giant. But he's going to Saudi maybe the looks at it and all the best to him because let's be fair, there's plenty of, there's plenty of uh, holidays and designer gear you can buy with that mate so fair play oh absolutely um, if I'd have known that I actually forgot where I was for a moment when I actually brought you into Tokyo because if I'd have known you were going to go in that wee spew I'd have went away and made myself a nice <laughs> wee cup around mate um, I, had, I <laughs> definitely had the time much for sure why don't you just date the noon I'll talk again mate I'll, I'm, I'm here all day what are they ones prepare it up your waitress in fact see, see while well you're doing your spew I'll go and get a double denims out, right? <laughs> well, you're doing that. I'll go and get a double denims out, right? By the way, I'm disappointed that you're sitting there with Thura. You've turned up with Thura. Well, it's a, it's a special occasion, you know what I mean? If MD wonders why we call him Ryan Double D, it's not to do with his chest size or anything <laughs> like that. It's Ryan Double Denim. So, well, just, yeah. Just to try and clear that up. Now. Well, if you hear any of the lads saying Ryan Double D, that's. That's uh, well, I'll keep my tap on. I don't, I don't want to make any evidence, so I'll keep my tap on tonight. <laughs> no one, anybody, any neighbor, anybody no one any any neighbors back <laughs> at your door again. <laughs> anybody, anybody wants to see 
that type of stuff. Half tens on my, my wee app, so <laughs> go, go on that. <laughs> and MD just sat and wondering, what the hell is he talking about? And this is his app here. So anybody that will, is willing yeah, to tune I... in. Uh, him and Big Jason have got serious, serious, right good memberships for us. thing. <laughs> and um, I... Uh, I think the boys are in the morning fitting their cameras in mind too, so that he can, <laughs> so that he can give his all a show at half ten. One lovely evening of Ryan's choice, and I'm sure he'll play. But he'll big himself up, but no, no doubts about it. Um, bye. Where do I start again? Everybody that's commenting, in, uh, thank you very much. Uh, put all your com- well, most of your comments up on the on the screen just as Ryan was talking. Um, I didn't know what to interrupt him because he was in full flow and I put him right off his game. Um, so uh, I gave his all the privilege of having to listen to his dulcet tones for another <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> but uh, one comment in particular, good evening boys and girls, Mr Alec Beveridge. Um, just as Alec put up that comment, it came to my head rang. Uh, and I knew I knew you were too busy, mate, again. I just didn't want to be that ignorant to, to interrupt you. But uh, for anybody that's new to the podcast or anybody that's just tuning in to the podcast or whatever, this podcast is now sponsored by AB Entertainment. And it's the commenter that I put up on the screen a moment ago is um, Mr. Alec Beveridge. This is an entertainment company. It's a DJ company. So it caters for everything that you can think of in terms of function-wise, all sorts of parties, um, special birthdays, weddings, um, engagement parties. I don't know what else I can think of. Garden parties, if you even want them to go to your garden and play some summer tunes for you, I'm pretty sure he'll, he'll do a deal that way. Um, an amazing guy, totally right, good guy, Ryan. I feel as if mm-hmm. you're very privileged to have um, Alec on board with us, mate. So um, I'm looking forward to the to the journey, buddy. No, like you say, mate, it's good to have Alex on and sponsor the podcast and kind of, let's be fair, mate, he's a friend now and he's a good Celtic man. And, and, and like you say, mate, he likes to spin the decks very, very well. So he's, he's good at that as well. So anybody who is interested, please contact us. Or um, get in touch with us on any of the platforms. We'll that's get in the touch mobile with Alex. number that you can get in contact yes. with Alec anyway. That's a mobile number there that you can contact. So, anyone at all that knows any family members or even yourself that's got any sort of up and coming functions in the near future, don't hesitate to look any further if you're looking for entertainment for it. Because this man is a real deal. Eh. Uh, before MD, the, the, there was an R in that real deal. No, build deal. I never says build deal before MD, <laughs> before anybody um, jumps to conclusions because we we don't speak about that. Uh, do we do that on a Monday night? I'm not too sure, do we? Any day that a good, a good laugh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you go. I was trying to... Um, I was trying to... Uh, I was trying to keep it, um, keep it clean. But uh, obviously, Mister Mister uh, Calderwood slash Grey wants to keep it any clean. Day, any, any day of the week, keep it clean, keep it bill. Right, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely superb. But like you says, mate, boys are back in the day of training, and in terms with Jota, 
I'll put up here up against that's a belter picture. Um, it really is. What a day that was. Look at Alan. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of nice looking faces behind him there. Uh, I actually still can't believe this is actually a photo that he's dreaming on. He's dreaming of being on the plane to Saudi. Um, <laughs> if we'd have known that at the time, I don't think he'd have got half that pitch. No, I'm only kidding. Listen, uh, it's, uh, it's absolutely superb. Um, I, in terms of financially, Financially for him, I don't think. I think it's a no-brainer. In all honesty, now, um, I think in terms of club choice, uh, to me at this stage of his career, I think it's a bit strange, mate. To, uh, me personally, um, I'm not going to be bitter about it though. If he wants to go, and obviously he's going to certainly better his lifestyle in terms of the lucrative money side of it, and you know, we know football, mate. We know Saudi Arabia's. Uh, Month by month, it's coming more and more attractive. Um, you know, they they do have a, an endless bank of money at the moment. So, you you know, they've, they've bought over Newcastle. Um, there's other there's other teams in Europe they're now looking at. I mean, they've just took over Strasbourg in France. They've just appointed Patrick Vieira, mm-hmm. who was at, which is one of the biggest surprises in football for me mm-hmm. because he was touted to, to you know to take a, a high profile. English team over uh, not so long ago, so um, yeah, so uh, in terms of money-wise, it's, it's probably a no-brainer for him. Obviously, there's a photograph that's been on social media today, and you know he's, he, he definitely didn't, never reported back for pre-season training, which to me means the clubs gave him permission then to, you know, to, to, to go and speak to the other, the other side and potentially do his medical or, you know, whatever it is. I think that photo was in Dubai Mm-hmm. And it's the guy from Al Etihad. Um, the, I think it's one of the chairman executives or something that's with him. I can't remember the guy's name now. Um, did it on that side, yeah. I know this might sound a bit rude, but <clears throat> I wasn't really interested what the guy's name was, to be honest. Um, if Jota's then moving on to Pastures now, I'll be looking to the future and looking to see who Brendan Rodgers is going to be bringing in pretty quickly. Because right now... Uh, we don't have, in my opinion, right now, we don't have anyone over a period of time sustainably can come in and replace Jota just now. Mm-hmm. So I really do hope Brendan looks at that very wisely and he's shrewd about it and he goes and appoints and brings in someone very, very quickly. Um, I know people are saying, you know, give Haxabanovich a shout. It might be a shout. Listen, it totally might be a shout. Uh, so... Again, I think personally, that's. Uh, I'm going to come to one of the commenters in a second after I finish this. I think certainly that way, I think we need to be shrewd about it and act like a big club, Brian, mm-hmm. in terms of, right, okay, he's away, right, bump, we're signing him. It doesn't need to be a massive name either, but it can be someone who's got similarities in terms of his ability and similarities in terms of style, because Jota wasn't just a good player, he was a mm-hmm. goal-getter for us as well. Yep. Yep. Got goals from him. So much so that he scored a very vital goal for us in the, the Scottish Cup final, which led to our World Cup, uh, our World Cup, our world record treble um, that helped along the way. So I do feel for him in a sense that I, I don't think, I could be wrong, I, I hope I am wrong, I don't think his international career is going to go anywhere now. But maybe Jota's looking at that and saying to himself, well, 
N'Golo Kante and Karim Benzema have also signed for this team. So it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to go and play with these guys. Um, he's probably been used to watching these guys on TV. Mm-hmm. He was on the field against Benzema just that season past. Yep. So, yeah, um, I think, like I say, mate, I hope the club are shrewd enough. We're going, we've done our due diligence already and um, we want to, yeah, we want to put up, put up a statement in terms of, that's okay, we'll replace him with this guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And therefore, that's how we run my club. So I hope that does happen, mate. Uh, I just want to comment one of the commenters that's caught my eye there the last couple of minutes, Mr. Alan Stilling, has joined us on YouTube. Good evening, Alan. Hope you're well, mate, and I hope you've had a nice weekend. He says, good evening, guys. The wife is giving me grief for having (laughs) you guys on the telly. Shout out for Jenna Stirling for putting up with me watching yous. Jenna, to be fair with you, pal, um, I'm... Totally privileged that you've you've allowed them to put us on the big screen. Because uh, I probably nine times out of ten, a lot of these guys, you know, tune in with us are watching it either on their phones or iPhones or, you know, iPads, tablets, Kindles, whatever it may be. Um, so to hear that we're on the, in the Stirling household, Ryan, on the big screen, um, that's amazing. Alan, what I will say to you, mate, is the next stage for you, mate, is... To let her do it, to let to let her let you do it consecutively, mate. <laughs> no point shouting about it. There's only one of one half, mate. So we want to we want to see you doing it consecutively, and we so, want we would love uh, we would love to know the progress of that as we go. Ryan. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, half eight, Alan gets the remote for an hour. Yep. So Jenna, it becomes more of a rota for him in terms of you know come half eight, you know what's happening. Uh, what I will say, mate, is if things like Desperate Housewives and that's on, you might have a fight on your hands. But again, guys, thanks for tuning in. And cheers, cheers, Alan. Thanks, cheers Alan. Cheers for telling us your wee story. Um, Francis Lester's joining us also, Ryan. He says Celtic can't afford to turn down that kind of profit on a player. We, get, we got Jota for six million. And as I've always said, Celtic are bigger than any single player, so buy Jota. I think that's more along the harsh, harsher side of, you know, the, the, the end of that, Francis. Um, I think you've got to look at his, you know, the type of service mm-hmm. that, um, sorry, excuse me, we heard my mouth there. Um, the, look at the, the type of service that, you know, Jota has given us. Mm-hmm. I don't really kind of, I don't tend to like the way, you know, when when you see some comments or, you know, when when an individual from Celtic is moving on to Pastors New Ryan, I don't like that. Oh, cheerio. See you later. It's like, just, I don't know. Obviously, leaving Mm -hmm. isn't a good thing. But it's like I've always said, guys and girls, um, do not get attached to these people. Because it's a yep. short career. These guys are coming and they are, you know, these guys are coming and they are, you know, they're on a, they're on a short curfew. 
You know, if these guys participate, Celtic are a club that's worldwide renowned, as we all know. These guys participate on a big scale and they do well and, you know, their stats are good and everything else marries up really well. Then that's what scouts and agents' jobs are, is to go and find talent. And I know people might know, you know, want to say this, but... Yeah, it's... It's... There is no serious loyalty in football anymore. You know, that that's just the be all and end. And I get that, Francis. I know you're saying he signed a five-year contract, but he signed a five-year contract to protect the club. That's the reason these guys are getting signed up in five-year contracts. The business model of Celtic is to protect the club. It's not about loyalty from a certain individual. In my opinion, there is no individual... Jota doesn't owe us anything. He gave us two years. He came the first year on loan. Then he signed full-time with us. He played, and in the both years, he contributed really, really well. So much so that we were sitting here about six months saying, Ryan, this guy's caviar. He's absolutely superb. And, you know, he's one of the best in the team. You know? Mm -hmm. But cast your mind, folks, back to last summer. Right. Before Jota had agreed to come full time. And Jota out of the two, when you were having a chat with your mates, right? I was talking to my mate about us the other night, I was speaking to Ryan about it as well. Out of the two, when you were asking one another, out of him and Carter Vickers, if you could only keep one, who would you choose? This is getting nothing at all. Today with the guy's ability, it's got nothing I thought today with that. Now, the, the the choice at the time was if you, you know, uh, if you, um, if you could pick one out of the two, who would it be? And nine times out of ten, Ryan, all I heard people saying was Carter Vickers. You know, but because Jota came and signed full time. We had no, we had nothing else to lose that way. But if Jota didn't come last season, and he was only there on loan for a season, but we signed Carter Vickers, would we really have, would we really have saw such an upcry for the, you know, the, the, maybe the guy leaving? Or I'm not so sure. I, I'm not so sure. Ryan, your thoughts, mate. No, I think nine times out of ten, I think the reason that I would have Sorry, Ryan. Sorry, hold on a wee minute. Francis, yeah, totally get that, mate. Everybody's got an opinion, mate, and that's the full beauty of it. But yep. no, we'll not be having any we'll not be having any fallouts on here, mate, that's for sure. Uh, it's a family show, as so let's keep it clean, keep it real, keep it real. <laughs> um but no, I, I get what you're saying, JP. Obviously, the reason why I probably said Vickers myself is because I find me personally, just my opinion, I don't know what anybody else thinks in the comments or yourself, JP, but I find it's very it's harder to buy a good centre-back these days at this level than it is a winger as well. Hi. San Fran, if that's the case, then... The only thing I'm, is, San Fran, you cannot take that away from Glasgow. No. I'm sure they'll um, have a fight in these hands, mate. To be fair, JP, I might even need to give Jot, Jot a message. I want to ask Mendes to double down. There you go, man. See, there's always a, there's always a story. 
Bev, um, honestly, see if you're still watching. Do you see what you have started on Friday night for us now? Seriously. Um, but no, I get why myself and Cody, that people were saying Carter Vickers. I think that it's harder these days for Celtic to get a real proper solid centre-back than it is a winger. I think there's more choice of wingers to get the world than there is centre-backs, in my opinion, for quality-wise anyway. Um, so I can see why... Um, Vickers, Vickers is unbelievable. JP's, I, I still say we've we've got a prem, we've got a a top Premier centre back in your ranks for a bargain now. Um, Six million pounds a bargain. Obviously, on the topic of Jota, listen, I'll just keep keep this bit about him, and that's it. I've I've said that a lot about him um, yeah, in the past. We'll move on. We'll move on once you finish. For me, um, for me, JP's, for me, he's a special player. Um, there you, go, all, uh... there you go, you've heard it first. Everybody, we've heard it here first. <laughs> Big Bev says they're out of printers, so the uh, double denim's on route. Brilliant. brilliant. Um, I hope, I hope you get a size 31, Alex, because Bizarre, I'm a 31, <laughs> the rest of my Here we go. So it's going to be Bizarre, though. <laughs> um, um, but no. <laughs> By the way, Zara, yeah. One minute, one minute, if fitting, that's not too big for you. It's a shambles. That's a show made for wee people, mate. I wouldn't know anything about that. I've never been. Oh. No, the last time I walked into Zara, I thought I was a shoplifter. <laughs> I'm only wee for any sauce in there. Do you know what I mean? So I might be alright these days. They don't even have a fair of sauce to fit. Their socks no. only got up to a size six. I, I'm fine these double denim on a be Dory so far, isn't it? By the way, that'd be good for you and Baza because you're still a size six. <laughs> Aye. But, mate, every time I go into Zara, mate, a wee Donny soap falls out, you know what I mean? I'll be sat there, I'll tell you later. I'll need to text him, see if there's any of the boys in the team. It's a size 10 and 11, he can donate him, he's a lot. I know. Um, but I own Jota, JP. Um, he's a special talent. You can see he's got all the attributes, sorry, to be a top yeah. player. Um, I don't want to say we were lucky enough to get Jota, but we got him at the right time when his stock wasn't as high as it is now. He was highly thought of before he came to Celtic, but we obviously, the recruitment staff, found him, we could have got him on loan and then buy him. And see, sometimes... Um, yes, he that, was, uh, Francis, uh, yeah. I was. He was, in yeah, he, was one of the, he was one of the boys driving in me, all the boys um, as well, and apparently he was running as well, so that's a good thing. With Jota, um, the model in terms of, maybe the odd time I think we'll get a loan player. Um, maybe... I know we've we'll talked about Paul at the podcast, a few guys on on loan and stuff who we could potentially get me. Don't do rumours, mate. No, well, no, us on social media that are rumoured oh, to be yeah. um about about maybe a loan deal and stuff. Sometimes you need to get a loan deal um to try and then buy. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But the way Celtic's yeah. model is on the five year contracts and stuff, I totally get why the club do it. It means that if they are successful. It means they're going to go for big money like Jota's going for. So your Hatatis, your Vickers, your Johnsons, if Marco Tilo goes for good, if he does well, these guys are all going to go for big money because of what is. <laughs> Francis, see just for you, right? See at half ten. You tune in, uh, big man, right? You tune in. Oh, and I'll... No. I'll sort you with that, big man. Um, so, Francis, mate, I'll ask what he's trying to say is stay behind at the end, mate. St- stay behind at the end. You're getting a, you're getting a, a scene too, big man. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> oh, oh my God, I'm, I'm definitely logging off, I'm telling you. Um, JP, read the chat. That's right, he's left. <laughs> no, but all in all, JP, you can't criticise what for going for the money. Nobody can criticise him for the money side. It's a, it's an amazing offer for him and his family. Um, but I do feel that you might see a big, big replacement come in because I don't think the boy Marco Tilo is his replacement. Um, I don't think James Forrest is going to come in and take his place. I don't think Haskabanovich is going to take his place just yet, even though he can't, I like him. I think he's, he could progress again under Rodgers because he is similar to Rodgers type player. Gets the ball doing plays, so we don't know about certain guys um, that can come in and play, but I don't know what you feel, JP, but I do feel we could, <laughs> hi Alex, we could potentially, um, potentially um, break the transfer record for a con- for a, a deal coming in. Um, I do or agree with... Or ask you about half time, totally from you, mate. <laughs> oh, bring me in, I'm all right, you talk. See, see, for two wee seconds, people, just please let me talk, because I'm laughing. <laughs> um, Andy Gray's in a, a rant here. No, I'm kidding on. But no, I think JP, I think I'd love to see a wee, like you said, a big statement came in. Um, I'm not saying you need to go and spend £15 million or £10 million because it might not be sustainable. But if you do do it, then I would like it. I would love it to happen. Um, because I do feel that it would send the frighteners up the other team across the water. And I do think it would send the frighteners of the Scottish football with it. Brendan Rodgers is back and Celtic are no really going to be messed with. What a treble. And I still feel there's a lot of progress in this team. I don't think we've had a ceiling yet. And I've seen a comment for Barry, mate, and I'll let you back in. For me, Barry... Yeah, I, I, I was Duke, going to come in on that. I'm for me, um, it would maybe be a third, fourth choice, but is that what we'll just want to buy guys for, personally? I think we could maybe buy better, uh, maybe overseas or... Um, maybe potentially sign a big signing for it. So I is do. He in a better sta- is he in a better state than James Forrest at the moment, Ryan? Who Duke? Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd take I'd take Duke or James Forrest, but I mean, if you mean striker wise, I know he can play up front. So I mean, maybe sign him for a squad player, but I'm wanting to sign guys that I want to progress in Europe. So ideally, nobody. Um, but I can see why you would think they might buff a punt. Um, because he might, might, again, but Aberdeen won't let him go for nothing. So mm-hmm. he's probably going to be two and a half, three million probably. And do you really want to pay that money for a guy that might not play week in, week out for you? I don't know. I know we've signed Guy Home, yeah. the guy Tiago Home, and we've signed Tilo. They might not play week in, week out, but... And by the way, CGC see, see Ray too now, they've just been right under the radar, right? Mate, haven't we taken the radar? <laughs> no, but totally right under Aye. the radar. You wouldn't think we've already signed no, two players on the transfer window. Just in case, to by the way, just in case Aye. anybody didn't believe him, this is Aye. a boy home. Home. And so this is a boy Helio. We won the treble. We so, won the treble, right? That's by the way, we won the treble as well. And if nobody believes it, Eric's here. The treble's just out of the window, JP. I know the season's finished and it's a new season, but you would think that we've just, we've not won nothing. Yeah, with somebody, no, with somebody, exactly. with somebody media, and again, this isn't the Rangers fans. This is more the media. Cause the real, the real Rangers fans know that what, what happened last year and what they're still going to do, right? But it's the media and the reports and 
it's it's crazy some of some of the yeah. the headlines. It's I know it's clickbait, but it's just crazy. Like you would honestly think that we are I don't know a crisis of Jordan Hatatigos. No one no. Mm-hmm. Ah, you might sell two big players or really whatever. You might sell two big players, but you're getting that money in to then replace yeah. the quality. So step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at Chabacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumpacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just because you're two leave, hi, or two or three, no free, that's, that's going to happen. But if two did go, right, okay, for a few days we'll be all oh, disappointed yeah. and they're good players. But then you see the, the pound signs and you see what you can buy with that money. You could potentially buy better. Um, and I know there's interest in Abada, there's interest probably in O'Reilly, there's probably interest for Kyogo that we know about. So, listen, listen, listen I think I've always said to you, JP, I'm interested in Katy Perry. Is she going to look at me? Probably no. Don't know, so, maybe. You need to stick that double denim on you find well, out. Well, to be fair, a shave, a haircut, double denim. <laughs> I'm anybody's, by the way. Anybody's, man. <laughs> um, but no, and I see this matter, mate. I do believe that Duke. No, for me, Barry. Don't know what JP thinks of that, but no, for nope. me. Um, I think that we could potentially buy better. I don't think there's anybody, in my opinion, right now in Scotland. There's maybe only one or two players that I think could maybe come in and play. As maybe as, as squad players, but I want to sign guys that are going to come in and play because I think we've already got enough squad players that could do the new. So. Ideally, I'd want us to sign three or four good players to come in and play JP. Um, well, I'm going to come in in terms of Barry Boy's comment. Duke. I've probably got a wee bit of, a, not an argument, but a counter, a counter mm-hmm. and I understand where Barry's coming for there. Um, in terms of Duke, he's got every attribute any team needs. He's got height, he's got strength, physicality, he's powerful. And he's got really good technique. He's very good technically. He can go by a man and leave you standing, right? He kind of reminds me when he's when he's no coming back for injury and he's at full pelt because I watched him quite close to Aber- Aberdeen last season, mm-hmm. and he caused us problems when we played against him in, in certain games, mate. Um, in terms of when you knock the ball up to him, Ryan, it sticks because he knows how to he knows how to bring others into play. He knows how to pull the ball down and bring others into play. He kind of reminds me, see if we were to sign him. Now, I know they're different players, but this is the kind of mould that, that it would remind me of. It would go under the radar, but it would remind me of Stephen Pearson when he signed for Celtic. Mm-hmm. Totally under the radar, no much expected, and the boy just exploded into our team when he got his chance. And it was like, where the hell did this come from? Because... 
I remember going to the games with my dad in as well. <clears throat> we won the season book holders as is what we are now. Um but you know, we were going to the games and we, we got to as much as we could. Um and every time we saw Pearson play, we were just kind of, wow. And then Martin O'Neill just made the boy a better player. Mm-hmm. Now obviously we understand there there was differences and something must have happened because Pearson very quickly found his shell out of the the Martin O'Neill Celtic team. But mate, that lad held his own. And listen, see at the timeline. A bit similar to what you said there, I think we could get better and, you know, about me, this boy's not... By the way, seeing this boy pull the hoops jersey on, he just exploded into a different animal. Um, and that, to me, personally, might be similar to the boy Duke. He's also... He's good friends with Jota. Mm-hmm. And that he's, you know, he's played... He's played... Um, he's played <coughs> in Portugal. He played with Benfica. No, so, so even you get in that sort of academy, Ryan, you've got to have something about you, mate. Oh, no, definitely. No, you've, got, you've definitely mm-hmm. got to have something about mm-hmm. you. I think we are too quickly, you know, and, and in my opinion, it's maybe a bit of snobbiness because he's Celtic. Mm-hmm. We're too quickly just to mm-hmm. turn my nose up at guys who play in Scotland. Because I'll tell you, another player I would love Celtic to sing, I don't think it'll happen, but I would love Celtic to go and look for the, go and look and get, just go and get a boy, Max Johnson, at um, Murrow. What a player that boy is. That boy's the, 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 the kind of British version of Alistair Johnson, in my opinion. He's got everything to his locker. He's fast, he's technical, he, he loves a challenge, he gets something down the park, he, he covers ground really well, and he would be very good and very suited should Brendan, like he said, he was going to, um, and not like totally steer away from it. If we were to still play with inverted fullbacks, mm-hmm. I think that boy's a shoo-in to... He, he would certainly come in and compete almost straight away with Anthony Ralston to deputise Alistair Johnson. Because, I mean, let's face it, it's going to take something really, really special to come in and take Alistair Johnson away from that position. So, in my opinion, I think AJ's a shoo-in to get that position. Mm-hmm. But Max Johnson um, is, a, is, a, is perfect, Ryan. That's, that's, why just, that's one of the players I was talking about. Yeah. For me, he just perfectly mm-hmm. fits the bill. He fits everything that we need in terms of... He's also a position that I would say we need to strengthen over time, over maybe this reign with Brendan, hopefully. Um, but, like I said, like he says as well, Ryan, we're in a great position at the moment, mate. Um, we don't need to necessarily sell players. Uh, we don't need to necessarily, um, you know, look to move players on. But like I said earlier on, it's a short career, Ryan. These guys are going in. It's only natural these guys are going to look on. Because like I said, guys, and everybody that's watching us just now, I don't mean this to sound rotten. I really, really don't. But this is a be-all and end-all and the reality of it. There's only so much these special guys will come. The guys yeah. like Hitate, Kyogo. There is only so many times these guys can go to places like Rugby Park, the Macaroni Stadium, um, you know, up to Dingwall on a wet Tuesday night. Because uh, even the people in Dingwall don't want to be there on that wet Tuesday night as well. Do you know what I mean? They, they would rather be there somewhere else in Spain somewhere watching the game on the telly. Believe you me. Um, you know, don't want to be travelling to places like Inverness and the Cup. Or, you know, and that's the be-all and end-all. Unfortunately, we just don't have the product. Now, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of competitive games in the Scottish Premiership. Um, you know, we've got the Glasgow Derby four times a season. 
You've got to go trips to Tynecastle, up to Pataudry. Um, Tannadice is a, a right good place to go. You know that yourself, Ryan, you've been. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, in my opinion, mate, you've got You've got some special games in there, but unfortunately, you do also have the other side of the, the scale. Whereas you, you need to take team teams up to. It. And by the way, guys, everybody that's watching us is now yourself included. Right? I'm not being. I'm not meaning to be disrespectful to these teams either. But the reality is, see if we were to go and buy, you know, let's just say for talking sake, you know. I've seen in social media, you know, that Celtic are linked to potentially pursue a loan deal for Kieran Tierney. The only way that that works is because Kieran Tierney played for Celtic originally. That's the only way for me that works because it's neon impossible now to have guys coming from the English Premier League to Scotland. And people are going to say, well, hold on a minute, we've just had a manager do that. But, but, but again, he was with Celtic before. So see anybody that's not been affiliated with a club <coughs> prior and it's brand new and it's coming to a new project or a new, you know, and something new. In my opinion, it's nigh on impossible for that to happen nowadays because of mm-hmm. the pro <coughs> that you know the, the project Scottish football holds in terms of what I've just explained, the teams that you'd be going and playing against. Guys like Jota. And, you know, even Abada, Kyogo, Hatati, eventually these guys don't want to play against Alan Power. Or, um, what's the other one I'm looking for? Who's the other boy I could, I could say? Cammy Kerr, Scott Wright, Cammy Kerr, Ryan Jack. <laughs> these guys don't want to play against these guys. They want to go and test themselves. So Jota's going to test themselves playing alongside <clears> guys like Benzema. You know, in Golo Kante, that's a massive step up. Even even at the stage of Benzema's career at the moment, right? Benzema's, you know, that's a massive step up to to anything that he, he's been used to playing with so far in his career. That's it. And again, guys, it's no down in Scottish football. Things are what they are, and, and that's just it. We understand Scottish football can be competitive. It's rough. It's tough. But playing against guys like Graham Shinney and there's only so long that's going to cut it for these guys. These guys want to test themselves and want to test themselves against quality. So let's say for talking sake, you know, and by the way, I don't know anything, but let's say for talking sake, the rumours months ago were true about Hatati and Hatati pursued a move to just say Brighton, right? We'll, we'll say Brighton or Bournemouth, right? Against, against him this season, he's going to be coming up against guys like the boy McAllister at one of World Cup with Argentina. He's going to be coming coming up against Liverpool's new signing Sebastian. He's going to be coming up against guys like Casemiro. He's going to be coming up against guys like Odegaard. Um, guys like well, I don't know if Granite Shaka is going to be there, but maybe even that Thomas Partey. <laughs> He's going to be coming up against guys like uh, Kovacevic, um, Rodri. These guys are it's light years away from what he's playing against, you know. Totally like every, and this, by the way, this is every Saturday or every Sunday or even Monday night football is what they have done there. That's the kind of level these guys aspire to go and play against. That's the nature of it, guys. That, that, that's the be all and end. I don't have any problems with it at all. The only carrot 
we have, fortunately, in our favours, is we've got Champions League football right now, that we can offer these guys six fantastic games guaranteed against superstars. Oh, but it's going to be one or two, isn't it, Ryan? But it's mm-hmm. going to be one or two superstars because if you look at pot one, uh, it would be enough to make you no know, want to turn FIFA on in your PlayStation again. Do you know what I mean? When you see that just alone, and then even the teams in pot two, for me, they shouldn't have been pot two. They should be two pot ones, really. Um, but the way that obviously the the, the, the way that you know the way the, the the coefficient works and the points group works. That's that's never never going to happen. Um, but I think most of these would probably get my point. There is a level of quality that these guys aspire to get to. If Celtic weren't in Scottish football and were in either a European Atlantic League or just say for talking sake the latest down south, which is never going to happen, but they did. These guys wouldn't be in a hurry to leave Celtic. They wouldn't have been a hurry to because they're playing against these teams week in and week out. So why would they leave Celtic? Because they're, they're playing with a fanatical fan base, probably one of the biggest in the world. And as much as where we are in Scotland, we are one of the biggest institutions in the world. When you look at England, guys, there's probably no many that are bigger than us. Probably in terms of worldwide uh, structures and everything else. You're looking at maybe Man United. I know Man you have went through their difficulties over the last maybe decade or so. But you look at the you know the worldwide brand of Manchester United, you know, they're still they're still at the pinnacle of that. Um Liverpool. Maybe Arsenal at a push because of what's going on now with them behind the scenes. That's it. Um those folks down there think that you know, the, the Premier League is everything. You know, teams like Brighton and West Ham and, you know, their, their own fan bases think that the Premier League is everything. They look at the Premier League as better than the Champions League. That, that, that's, that, that's the mindset down, down the road, guys. That, that's what happens. And that's the way things are, right? Um, sorry if I took a wee bit of time. No, no, um, in terms of Duke, Barry Boy, coming back to that, mate, I don't think he would be the worst signing. But right now, mate, I don't think he's... I think it would be a very underwhelming signing for a lot of the Celtic fans because of the project they see in front of us just now in terms of us now wanting to build and get to Europe and make an impact in Europe and sustain it over a period of seasons. Now, Brendan has guaranteed he'll be here for three years. In those three years, folks, I'm included in this, I want to see us get better in Europe. There needs to be progression. If not, I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know, you know, but I'm just listening to him speak and listening to everything else. I think um, I think these guys need to aspire, and us as fan base as well, we need to aspire to be doing better in Europe. As Ryan said on a previous podcast not so long ago, progression in Europe for us would be to finish third in the Champions League group instead of bottom. Because nobody wants to see us again going in there and getting walloped. We really don't. So I just hope Brendan, where I'm saying he's a better manager now, I think, you know, he's... <clears throat> but we need to see that now on the pitch. 
In terms of Scottish football, I don't think we'll have any problems, mate. I think he's he's far and, far and wider uh, ahead of you know Scottish football. Um, but European, I definitely definitely want to see his want to see his progress, mate. In terms of uh, another departure, mate, I think um, one of our topics is this man here. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are there, mate. I'll let you come in and. Mm-hmm. Take over the the Stephen Wells chat, mate, because I've I've rambled on a wee bit there in terms of the quality of our league, <coughs> etc., and the product. But um, I find it very surprising, Ryan, that this man was was kept with us um, when there was a significant offer two windows ago made for him. Um, I found that a bit baffling. I even said that to you at the time, mate. Mm-hmm. So, what's your thoughts <coughs> on that? I'll quickly dive into what you said there, mate, a week for Cammy Summary. I, I totally get what you're saying in terms of Stephen Pearson. He was superb. He was young, athletic. He was fit. He was dynamic. He was very good. A lot, of folks, a lot of folks were against it, though, right? Aye, but like you say, but, mate, at, at certain times, and then your feelings can change, and a lot of fans it kind of shifted to, he wasn't an absolute mainstay, but he was yeah. a, guy that, a guy that would be playing, you're happy with it, and... He did suit the system, he suited the team, obviously something happened at Celtic between O'Neill or him or whatever for him to go, but he was a good young talent and um, he probably could have played more with Celtic, just whatever happened, happened. But again as well, like you say, his fans, and we didn't realise that playing with Celtic, certain, I know you're not very rarely now where you get a heavy Larson where he's going to say no to big teams and big offers because... He wants to play here and he loves the club and you know, the guys like Scott Brown, McGregor, they're very rare. They don't hurt him all the time. You might get one every so often, but some of these guys like your Kyogos and your Abadas, Atatis, some of the guys will get sick of playing against Ross County, Inverness, up to Aberdeen. Just you're playing the same teams twice a season and at least at least down south as well, you've got a bit more it's a bit more variety in terms of how many, because of the size of the league and the cup games and the European games, and it's a bit different. So I've said for I've said it for years, JP. There's only my opinion. Take away the money side. Um, I know. Um, I know Man City have just won the Champions League, and they're, they're massive right in terms of what they've just done. But if you look at them in terms of fan base, in terms of history, and everything else. In terms of worldwide global brand, I've nearly said that. your wallies back in before you say that. In terms of, in terms of a, a global brand, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Celtic are bigger 
than just about every team I know. Um, Celtic. What you were, what you were brushed up? Were you and your boy Mendes brushing up for the guarantee? Do you want kicks off the already had? So for me, Celtic are bigger than the bigger Man City in terms of the, the worldwide brand. Obviously, Man City have won Champions League. Guardiola, all the top players. I'm not mm-hmm. saying Man City on near sale terms of that side. And just in terms of attraction wise, in terms of the club, Celtic are bigger than Man City. I, I, I've said to you, Liverpool, Man United, and Arsenal are push in terms of worldwide. Maybe in the Arsenal worldwide, so I'm probably sell to bigger worldwide, but in terms of they three are massive clubs, Man City and Chelsea are only big clubs now. But Celtic, Liverpool, United, Arsenal are pushed, but United and Liverpool, Celtic, even Rangers, been massive for years, not just the last 10, 15 years, for years. Chelsea have only really been since the start of 2000s, pushing on forward, have been classed as a big club. Man City, Really, since Guardiola came in, really, really massive. I know they had Pellegrini and Mark Cuse done okay with them, but really, as a big club, it's only really been since the money's came in. So, Celtic are massive, Celtic are massive club, and there's only so many games you play here, and so many things you can win here and progression here that you need to, you need to go now and develop your career. Because see, if we're no finishing third in Europe and we're no getting to the latter stages of the European competitions. I but just winning stuff. But you've got to do better every season and try and progress. But in terms of Stephen Wells, JP, um, I do agree that we should accept the bid for Euthanasia. I'm sure he's in a region of £4 million. There must have been some sort of reason why Ange knocked it back, why they, where they thought he could develop him or yeah. where, where it was injury-wise to keep him just in case. I don't know. But if I'm Stephen Wells, JP, I'm gone. I'm going to... The Bundesliga, I'm going to say they are, wherever he's rumoured to be gone, I'm gone. Um, I'm taking the leap of faith. I'm taking the chance to go and play first-team football. A new culture, a new lifestyle, something different, because I think he's 23, 24 now. No playing week, week in, week out at Celtic at that age. Are you going to play week in, week out? Probably no. I think maybe his ceiling's done here. Um, yeah. I do feel he's good enough to play against your St Mirren's or those counties, but we don't want that anymore. We want guys to come in and Progress in Europe, so I think if I'm yep. seeing Welsh IP, if it's a loan deal or a transfer, I think it's best for uh, I say young lad because he's, he's younger than me, but for for Welsh to go, I just experience a new culture and just play football, JP, because he's probably sick of yeah. sitting on the bench and sitting in, in his tracky and no getting a game. And um, it's hard, it's hard, JP, when you're not playing to turn up every week and train sometimes and, and no play. I know guys they're getting paid money and they turn up to their best and they're professional, but uh, again, I was a professional, but I've been through it myself. You're no on squads for weeks, you're no on the bench for weeks, and then you're maybe playing three or four games and then you're back out again. It's hard turning up and, and get yourself up for it sometimes. I know it's different getting paid money, but it can be hard. So don't you feel JP, but I do feel for his own development, his own career, I think he's maybe best to go and maybe uh, get, get a new challenge somewhere. Uh, aye, no, definitely. I think it, in terms of football reasons, if a boy's got any aspirations to play first-team football, then I think he's... That, that, this, to me, relates to David Turnbull. Um, again, if, if any aspirations to to, to play first-team football, um, then they need to make that move. They need, you know, they need to take that next step. 
I can't see them doing it at Celtic, right? I really can't. And that's just my honest opinion. As long as we've still got guys like Starfelt and Carter Vickers in the building, Stephen Welsh isn't going to get a game um, consecutively unless something happens to one of the guys. Do I see Brendan Rodgers bringing somebody else in? Yes, I do. Because I think Brendan knows, obviously, it's a long season for us as well. And, you know, it's a, it's a kind of um, hard slog um, when you're trying to battle on all fronts. Um, so, again, uh, I think we need that cover and we need that depth and quality. Mm-hmm. And, again, the next person that comes in to that position... You would, you would probably say he's probably then going to skip the queue and go ahead of Stephen Welsh. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that's maybe going to keep Stephen Welsh there is Kobayashi. Um, and unless something miraculous happens with that lad and Brendan's able to show that guy the way in terms of, you know, developing your game to this, we want you to do this. And, or even, I mean, who knows? Brendan might see that boy as a left, a left back and put him out to the left-hand side. He's comfortable with a ball in his left feet. So, um, you just don't know. But in terms of playing football, Ryan, I, de- I definitely think Stephen needs to, he, he probably needs to make that decision now if he wants to continue his career, as maybe do a few of them, mm-hmm. um, if, they, if, they want to, if they want to move on or not. Because, again, as much as people, you know, people say that David Turnbull's a very good player, he is. Um, but he's just, unfortunately at the moment, there is a few people ahead of him in the midfield. And now they've brought the boy home in, who is now on the, you know, he's now on the poster for the Golden Boy Award. And you don't get that unless you're... <laughs> unless you've got one or two accolades to your game. So um, you're, you're now probably looking at even... that You know, we understand this boy's very dynamic, he's very fast, he's very athletic. So, again... You're probably looking at that and saying, right, well, is David going to get much of a game? Because this boy says he, he can play in the 8 or the 10 role. Um, that's run about where David Turnbull plays. So, I don't know. I, I think, I agree with Michael, the boy there, yeah. Turnbull's in the same boat as well. Definitely, I think both of them need to really look at their, you know, their next step. Is it going to be at Celtic just to, as you said, Ryan, to sit with your trackie on some of the times or to even get on the bench and get a kick of the ball just during mm-hmm. the warm-up? Is that what you're going to be happy doing? Or do they need to make that, you know, that jump? I think, go to I think in terms English of... English Championship side or, like, best of luck to Welsh. If he's got teams that are, uh, you know, are after <laughs> him in Bundesliga or, or even Italy, Mm-hmm. And again, some of the Scottish lads that went to Italy have done been well. very successful, have done really well, and they've actually became better players for it. Well, they're talking about look at um, Ferguson for Aberdeen. They're the talking boy, about him going to Juventus or something Hickey. for 15 million yeah. pounds or something. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, the boy Hickey. Um, no, he's got to Napoli. That's what Napoli, sorry. Napoli has. Um, the boy Hickey. You've got the boy, what was the left back? Doig. Aye, Josh the Doig. left back for Hibs. So these boys have all, have all, you know, and look at the boy Henderson, Liam Henderson, it used to be mm-hmm. Celtic's midfielder. Yep. So again, guys, it's, it's really down to the individuals. I think it's really down to the individuals. But uh, I, I do I'll feel, let you come back in, Ryan, before uh, we finish just, up. No, mate. just about Tumble, mate. I do feel that he's possibly got a chance under Rodgers. I think you're at Tumble might have a chance 
Sadie, think again. I, I, I think Tumble's a very, very good player. He's technically very good. Maybe, maybe in the light side of the game in terms of yeah. the physical. But if Rogers, maybe again, if Rogers likes him, Rogers might keep him. But Ange liked him when he first came in. He played a lot and he yeah. just got injured. And, and and so, and to be fair, we're winning games on Tumble. We we're playing well. So I do like Tumble. I think he might get a sniff under Rogers, but that all depends on who we sign as well because. If Rogers signs something for good money, like we've, we've read reports again. We don't do rumours on here, but it's shows on social media about a guy for young boys, uh, Fabian Reader. If we sign him, I know JP will not talk about it much to end the show, mate, but we'll leave that to, to Wednesday. But if, mm-hmm. if, if that accelerates and we can get something like that, then for me, JP, you push the boat. The guy's a, the guy's a belter. He's, oh, got everything, nice. he's, got everything, he's got everything we need. He's Different got, level. He, he, he can shoot, he can pass, he can tackle, he's physical, he's quick. He's got everything that we need in a centre mid. So He's like Tom Rogic, except aye, he's quicker. He's very good, mate. And and I would have no qualms about paying good money for him. And he can um, have a dead ball as well. He's yes, a dead ball specialist. So, so. But on Tumble, um, if we keep on JP, I'm happy. I like him. I think he's a good squad player. He can come in and play when, when needed and I think he can start a game as well. So if Tumble wasn't a goal, we would keep him. I'm fine with that, mate. But yeah. I think he's got a decision on himself as well, like McCarthy as well. And I know guys at Sorrow, he might go, but against guys like that, I've got a decision to make whether they try and fight for a place or they take out the Cubs' hand and go, look, I want to go and play football. Give me a loan deal or sell me because I don't feel that I'm going to play. And I think when you get to that age, you're Welsh and Tumble and Sorrow, yeah. you kind of need to go, right, you're at a crossroads here. Do you stay and get your money? And, Play maybe maybe off the bench, or you just are you just happy to be involved in a winning team, or yeah. do you want to go and win yourself and help yourself? So I think there'll be a few decisions make next two to three weeks that um, the club and the players are going to um, take on. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely, I think you summed that up perfectly, there, mate. I really did. Listen, folks. Uh, obviously, I don't want to keep you too long tonight. So I thank everybody again for joining in with us on the Monday yes, night. Yes, thank you. Um, and. Uh, Cheers to Alan for commenting and he said he's now allowed to watch his on his on his big screen. Um so at least now we've been promoted maybe from the, the, the iPhone or whatever it is to the I seen that comment as well. I think for I think for John, Johnny Boy Soul, he says his missus actually giving him grief for no letting him fast and no putting it on. So I appreciate that as well. Probably. All right, so she must be a fan and he's not Aye. really a fan. So he, maybe it's his missus that's watching us through his alias. But um Brilliant. no superb. Listen folks, honestly that's that's what it's all about. It's about you guys and getting we love a lot of comments coming in, seeing a lot of different opinions and again anybody that's tuning in uh, for the first time to this podcast, um if you do like the content, please subscribe to it. Because um, it helps us with the content and it also helps you to get notified whenever we go live. Um, if anybody wants to reach out to us at all for anything at all, um, you can h- hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or TikTok. Um, we are available on all those platforms. We're also available in the community section of this. So all you need to do is click the wee icon, takes you into our channel. Just go into the community. You can actually message us in there as well. Um, mm. You can just do it via the the last post that's been done in there. Um, so anyone at all that's looking to do that, 
you can do so. On your running bar, folks, you'll probably see um, something different from asking you to subscribe at the moment. Uh, so basically what that is, is the Unrestricted View podcast is having a fundraising night. It's Friday the 28th of July from 7.30 to 12. It's in bar 1888 on the London Road. It was the old turnstiles bar just down for, along for Celtic Park. It's £2 a ticket, guys, and you need a ticket to get in. Unfortunately, there's no option to pay in at the door. It's adult only as well, so there's no kids allowed. We have been asked, so that's why I've, I've had to add that tonight here. Um, for your £2, you're getting a live podcast for the lads, myself, Ryan, probably big, big Jason and big Barry McCandless that's joining us as well on that. You're getting entertainment, singing, Dancing, hopefully. Um, you'll be getting a DJ, which is our good man, Mr. Alec Beveridge, who, again, who is the current sponsor of this podcast. Um, so, Alec will be DJing for you that night again, guys. Anybody that wants to come along needs to have a ticket, as I said, folks, because on the night, guys, we won't be doing any YouTube at all. Um, Chris, cheers for joining us, mate, from Houston, Texas. We do appreciate cheers, it, mate. buddy. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Um, and for everybody that's commented, saying great show again. Thank you very much, folks. Um, but yeah, on the night of the, the fundraiser, guys, you need to come along if you want to see the podcast because we won't be recording it and we won't be doing the podcast live. Also, if you also if you want to see me in double denim, <laughs> oh my god, um. <laughs> I'll be probably in the toilet at that point while he's doing his, <laughs> doing his bit. But, uh, <laughs> no, guys, honestly, it'll be, really, it'll be really good night, guys. Um, it'll be a, a good chat. And, um, yeah, it'll be good to see some of you in person as well. We do know some yep. of you have bought tickets as well, so we do appreciate that. Um, and it'll be good to meet you guys face-to-face as well. Because, again, when yes. we see your comments on here, it's just a face or a, a photo. Or some people don't even have It's just like a name and... You know, sometimes it, it might not be that actual individual's name. It might be just a wee name or a nickname that I like being called or, you know, something. So it'd be good to see you guys face-to-face as well. But no, it'll be a great night, folks. Uh, and again, I'll say again, we don't even get them started, Chris, seriously. <laughs> don't get them started. You stick. Chris, you put ideas in his head, seriously. Honestly, that's a, um, I, I've got a kind of big ass, mate. So I don't know if I'll fit in the, in the minute starts. I mean, um, he's coming. He's coming on tonight, and he so he'll be on the oh, podcast. With us. Oh. <laughs> if you want, if you want, if you want to see that, I'm leaving that there. I'm not even going to say who it is or who, who that is. Um, if you want to see what a certain word JP says, half ten, half ten. <laughs> Hi. Half ten. Half ten is usually when he makes an arse himself. He's like, <laughs> half ten. <laughs> By the way, you've not got Big Ben behind you anywhere to keep people right. No, so they might, no. they might oh. actually know, no. They might actually know, no. Like, if they're out and about, they might, they might not be clock watching the way other yeah. people would. But, uh, but no, seriously, guys, uh, amazing chat again. And uh, I thank you very much, everybody, for joining in. Yep, hail, and, hail. Uh, cheers. A massive hail work with me. And we'll see you on Wednesday, guys. Take Thank care. You.
Love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting one hundred dollars back and one hundred percent accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 3:31. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 